Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com How you day? How you day? Okay, we're back. We're back again with Fleur. Now, last time you heard about Fleur's background, how she grew up, the identity crisis she had, uh, what she learned from her. her mom being mixed herself why her dad traveled around so much and we ended the episode on a cliffhanger how she figured out what she wanted to do today we're going to dive into some of the ways she sees the world and tries to educate people on being better global citizens we're going to start off with what she wants to do with her life flair well what i want to do with my life um It's it's I think the answer is in is is in everything I've told. Um based on um on what I've seen growing up, the inequalities, the 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 ignorance uh on both sides, uh both on the on the yeah, on the western side and on the on the african side and even more than that, now I I see it everywhere. Um discrimination is always based on <laughs> you know the fear of 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 losing something that is that is dear to you uh the fear of of uh, actually the unknown the fear of the other um it 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 goes yeah it's 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 about that at the end of the day and and i'm I'm thankful that I that I saw that that I went through all of that because now it really helps me to understand a lot of um issues uh we have here I mean I live in the western world now but anywhere I can, I I go I I see it I recognize the same things and um so what I know is that you know I have this understanding um that i need now to um you know i need to know how to better explain the way i i see things you know to to help um to help people um managing differences or understanding differences or be more comfortable with with differences and um i do it at work and i do it uh actually with everyone i meet and with my friends and even with family um and uh it's it's something i think it's like it's like a mission it's like a personal mission i'm always i'm <laughs> always doing that uh you know i can be just hanging out with people and then we start thinking talking about um 
you know, issues that we have here, for example, in Switzerland, and and based on you know what people will tell me, I always find a way to to try to explain to people that they might actually um, not see the full picture. So I love this so much because she's basically taking something that she went through whether it was good or bad to use that as her superpower she realizes this as a call to action and she's armed herself with with this as a way to go about the world just listen to what she says here uh i can give you an example uh, last week um i was with this woman who was telling me that she's moving to canada and her her boyfriend is mixed and she really 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 wants to have mixed children and I was like okay and she told me and if it doesn't work out with him I really I still want to date a mixed guy or a, a black guy because I really want to have mixed children and I was like oh okay why because they're they're the most beautiful okay, okay. I've heard that all my life <laughs> Um, so I told her, okay, look, um, you know, there's what we call um, fetishism around. Yeah, fetishizing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Around the, the mixed child. Um, it's something that exists and I'm very sensitive to it. And she was like, oh, okay, what do you mean? Uh, and I told her, you know, being a mixed child is not easy. It's not just about the looks, it's not just about being cute. It, it, Raising a mixed child is is complex, and I try to make her understand that just by 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 focusing on the external, on the appearance of the child, she's completely she might actually um, for not forget, but completely deny actually the most important part, which is the identity. She, she will not, because I've seen it growing up. I've seen it around me. Um, I've, I have a lot of friends who, who, who are dealing with the way their parents uh, brought them up, you know? Um, how, how sometimes one parent might be completely unconscious of, you know, what the child is going through or just the way they would talk about the other parent or the other parent's family or a certain group in society, how it can affect the development of the child. Because this, this child is actually completely, <laughs> he's not one thing, he's different things. Um, so I tried to make her, make her understand that, um, that it's, it's more than that. And, and she, she should actually think about that. And love has no color. Like she might actually fall in love with an Asian guy. Uh, she might actually fall in love with a French guy she, since she's French. So, yeah, you know. Um, and I tried, I tried to 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 give her some context because, the, the, the you know, le métissage or the the, the mix of uh, <laughs> of people. It's it's a very sen sensitive topic in certain certain societies, especially in the societies where I grew up in, because um, historically, les métis or mixed children were considered as um, an improvement of, of 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 the race. You know, you had you had the European and the African. 
So, and I've heard that personally, I've heard that <laughs> a few times uh, when I lived back there that um, they told me, ah, your immune system is stronger than your dad's because you have African blood, but you're, you're smarter than your mom because you have the, the European blood. Wow. You know, yeah. that's insane. And, and this is, this goes on to a lot of what, you know, the colorism that we, we hear about, whether it's in, it's here in the United States or, you know, growing up in Nigeria, I saw a lot of bleach and creams. It happens in Asia, happens in, you know, different parts of the world where people are basically saying the lighter you are, the more um, attractive you become. Uh, and, and it's, it's interesting hearing it from your perspective because Obviously, um, you identify as mixed and you have different cultures and people, I guess, sometimes can see you and fetishize you and say that you must be superior to a darker person. But it's always interesting hearing it from, from your perspective because you, you give it such context where you try to explain to people that that has nothing to do with your intellect. It's more about how we've been programmed to view uh, beauty and intelligence. Absolutely. Yeah, ah, colorism, oh la la. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. Like, you know, growing up, actually, it's something I forgot to mention. I actually wanted to be darker. You did? Yes, for the longest time. I thought my mom was the most beautiful person. I, my sister is a bit darker than I. And the, the reason why I wanted to be darker was not to, um, to stand out so much, you know? Every, like, I'm, I'm, I'm lighter, so... I, I wasn't invisible, you know. You would see, oh, okay, she's a, she's someone, you know, a white person's child, you know, and and uh, yeah, this would bring certain things with it, <laughs> because there's this uh, uh, super, superiority complex um, that is very very present, um, and I, I I guess I suffered from it. Um, wow. So, so that's so interesting because no, I, people normally talk about inferiority complex. You said a superiority complex. Well, have- from different sides, you have the superiority complex from certain people and an infer- inferiority complex from other people. Mm. Um, and, uh, I mean, the, the, the attitude is always the same, but, um, the, whether it's inferiority or superiority depends on on the, the ethnicity of the person, on their own experience with other ethnicities, and on the context. So I, I never really tried to, to understand, okay, who's feeling what about me, no, no, no. But um, I was aware of it. And I was aware of the fact that I, I might, I, I, I was actually, um, I was representing just by the way I look, a, a, a standard of beauty, you know. Uh, I didn't choose it, uh, and bon, voilà. Um, but uh, if if I was if and even now, if I'm able to have a conversation with a person who, like for example, I don't know, if I'm I go back to Senegal and I walk down the street and I hear someone, a man, usually it's a man or even a woman, uh, yes. Last time I, I was at the airport and there was a woman, I had braids, you know, braids, um, you know, Fulani braids. And um, I also have Fulani, Fulani origins. And uh, she, she told me, ah, 
Fulani are the most beautiful. And I said, ah, both. Oh, all, all, all ethnies in, uh, in, um, in Senegal are beautiful. And you, you look well after really beautiful with your very dark skin. And she looked at me, you know, she, she, it was weird for her to hear that from me. <laughs> and, um, and the Fulani also tend to be lighter, you know, lighter. And I would hear things and, and, uh, if, if it's possible, if I hear that I can have a conversation with the person, I will try to make them understand that ah, beauty is not just <laughs> about your skin color, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 So much more. So much more. And, and the beauty standards do affect a lot of the way we see things. And I'm curious to hear your perspective on colonialism and beauty standards. Do you think they're connected or do you think... Absolutely. Oh, you think so? Okay, well, of course. Let's 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 hear. Wait, what? <laughs> hair. Um, and it's, you know how how there there's also this this whole trend now. Okay, uh, with with um curly hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. There's curly, and then there's afro, and there's um. What's it? Nappy. Even mm-hmm. if, if you just look at the trends, there is also inequality <laughs> between the types of hair. Um, curly hair is seen as the best hair, but it has to be a little light, you know? If it, if it goes a bit to the nappy side, well, it's not considered as beautiful as the curly hair, you know, the Latina or the mixed girl or, you know... Um, why? Well, <laughs> all these products that 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 were brought to to Africa to to you know to change this, the 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 texture of the hair of the, the the color of the skin to make people feel as if they were not good enough or not beautiful enough or you know compared to the to, to the to the Europeans, um, it was a way of of of, of it was, it's a weapon of mass destruction, huh? because oh, wow. yes, it is because when you see now culturally, like we had, it's coming back, but there were so many techniques to braid hair, to you know, to have these beautiful coiffure, you know, using the African hair. That, that all these techniques have been lost. And, and there are different schools, even I think in the US, that are opening up to try to, you know, to relearn all these techniques, to, to get back the heritage and the culture. Um, so this is, this is about beauty. And then, yeah, of course, uh, uh, the lighter you are, the more beautiful you seem, the more successful the, 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 you seem. Uh, people <laughs> immediately think that you're more intelligent, that you are um, mm. richer, mm-hmm. and that you are going to bring blessings just by the fact that you're lighter. Right, right. So, and it's it doesn't it, and it's a vicious circle because then it be, it, it actually becomes a reality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and for those listening, the reason why we're connecting colonialism with this is a lot of colonialism was divide and rule, divide and conquer. So Europeans came to Africa, several other continents to 
basically take lands that they felt could benefit their their own countries and they divided the you know the continent based on that not on the tribes or the ethnic groups and so many times in order to maintain rule they will divide the ethnic groups and say hey that's your enemy um fight amongst yourselves and essentially they will create this you know superiority complex as well as inferiority complex and sometimes especially if you look at south africa for example they will create a hierarchy where um you know the lighter people got more privileges than the darker people and a lot of that still you know is still visible in today's world and how people perceive others or how people perceive other tribes and so a lot of what uh fleur is talking about here is is the you know the effect of the conditioning from you know colonialism which is a cousin to slavery and imperialism and all those things so a lot of how we think about the world is is um really not accurate <laughs> if you if you if you really um come down to it but it, it's it's more about you know what we've been told from maybe even our parents or from what we've heard or what we read about how the media portrays certain people and then it just enters our psyche so i think what fleur is challenging us to do is to understand where our thoughts come from and why we think the way we think and if it's actually true mm. <laughs> <laughs> you said it all ah. many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay. Yeah. So, so then, then the question then becomes, how can we now make an impact in today today's on a grassroots level i know that you know we've talked about identity we've talked about the colonialism talked about your background but now that you've identified a lot of the problems from you know us already having a wrong way of thinking how can we move past that and then make an impact in today's world where there's a lot of divisiveness and a lot of ignorance and a lot of you know isms in the world how can we grow from here I think I've, I've, yeah, I've had a lot of discussions about that, um, especially here in Europe, you know, with the rise of um, extreme right movements that we actually cannot really, yeah, it's, it's a bit, I mean, it's rising so fast and so strongly that it's people who completely disagree with the, the positions feel completely, you know, helpless. Um, but, um, I think it starts with mutual understanding because when you look at the, at these movements, basically all the, the messages that you read, they're based on fear and you need, I think 
you need to address that fear. As a person who, who has a different uh, perception on society, who understands issues a bit differently or differently from certain people who might be you know, scared of foreigners or migrants, refugees, um, I think that the, the attitude that we should have is one of, you know, understanding and and also trying to to communicate because we we are going to divide our societies even more if we demonize the other you know but mm. it's very easy it's very easy actually it's very easy to see to say ah these guys ah they're racist they're, what can we do you know but it's rising it's rising um so I know at my, at my level, obviously, um, in my environment and because of the, the work that I do, I do not really come across people who, who, who are from the far right movements, but um, I, do, I do come across sometimes people saying, you know, ignorant, ignorant things or or sometimes, they, like two weeks ago, something happened here at the University of Lausanne, where students uh, basically uh, painted, painted their, their body and their whole face in black and, and came uh, uh, disguised as Africans. Um, but you, <laughs> you, would, you, would talk, you would talk with them and they would seem completely, you know, uh, What's the word in English? Uh, sans défense. They, they, they're, they're so ignorant that they, they're not even aware of, of the hurt that they, that they cause, you know? Um, so that, that's why I know that we just have to communicate. And also, it's not easy, but it's important to speak up and, and to, to react. Uh, when you see or, or hear something that that feels or that is wrong, um, and it takes courage, but it's important because if not you, who? Um, right. You know. Yeah. If not, yeah. If not us, uh, you know. If not us, then who? If not now, then when? And yeah. and it's so it's it's so important because I, I agree with you. By the way, I think we live in a world that's defined by fear and ignorance and a lot of decisions are made based on those two things and many times you know you said mutual understanding we don't either we don't have some of us don't exercise the courage to actually try and understand something that's different from us that you know that means putting yourself out there that means potentially being wrong um but we have to try that you know because the alternative like you said is causing actually more divisions i actually think you know we're in a time where we live in a world of nuance, but we're governed by so many binary systems. And so it's like, um, uh, you know, you're either politically correct or you're a troll and there's nothing in between. And so we have to be able to have discussions about difficult things and things we don't understand. And that comes from, you know, uh, you know, that's basically what you did all your life, essentially being um, um, uh, Matisse, Matisse or Matisse? Matisse. Matisse, being a Matisse, and for those, that's, you know, mixture of 
several cultures. We'll go with cultures. Yeah, I know why I'm going to cultures um, for this, but and I think it's an interesting. I think it's a very important message for today, just because of where we are in today's world. We by the time of this recording, there's been an unfortunate bombing in Sri Lanka. Um, we just we saw what happened in Christchurch. We've seen what happens in several um, countries in different parts of the world. In 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 our both of our continents, Africa, um, here in the United States, uh, we saw in the World Cup and uh, in you know, you know uh, people really trying to embrace their identity and different difficult conversations around that. So I think we're at a place where we need to talk and really move beyond just the talk and actually um, implement policies to make people feel seen, heard, and understood. So. I uh, I have faith that we'll get there. Just uh, um, I, I hope we're able to give people like you more voices uh, to teach people how to do that. Yeah, we need to create more safe spaces for people to express themselves as well. Because I think that that's really lacking. Mm-hmm. There's so many people who could actually bring more nuance to the to the discourse, you know, yeah. to, to the reality. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're very right but but the, the 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 spaces are not really there you know and so the spaces that exist are actually used by probably by people who ha- who don't really have nuance in their way of seeing the world mm-hmm. uh, and i guess uh, going back to your question at the beginning I, that's obviously why in the media you you, you always see the same types of analysis the same types of articles. Um, it's always, it's it's not very multidimensional. It's always it's always one thing or another. But there's no, yeah, it doesn't really portray the complexity of of, of the issue. And and then it influences people. And the yeah. ones who actually see the complexity and feel the complexity, well, they feel completely invisible and. And then you you can understand that sometimes human beings can become violent, you know. Yeah. And they, they don't feel as they are, you know, as they exist or as they as if their existence uh, matters. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think we just yeah we really need more more spaces for 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 expression and where where I work um, at the moment at Terre des Hommes, there's an an initiative called the uh, Living together, and and that's basically the the, the idea. It's um it's a platform that allows uh, the youth, both from the host communities here in Europe and 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 migrants and refugees, to 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 freely express their views on on you know on on, on the migration crisis between brackets um, on uh, you know living in diversity, living with new cultures, living with migrants, uh, coming into a, in a new country, integrating. And, and, and it's interesting because it's not, of course, there's, uh, I guess, the, the, the opinions that are, that are not um, constructive will not be uh, <laughs> uh, uh, displayed on the, on the platform, but it's, it's when, you, when you read, when you when you watch the videos, it's refreshing because it's opinions or 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 perspectives that you don't really see in the media. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. 
Uh, this is so good. This is so good. So where can people find you and your organization? Because I want them to be able to have an opportunity to, one, talk to you, learn more about ways they can use their voices, but also connect with platforms like uh, organizations you work with that allow people to tell more representative stories. Yeah, so uh, the organization I work for is called Terre des Hommes Lausanne. It's the foundation based in Lausanne. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Terre des Hommes, uh, yeah, it's in France. It's the, the acronym is TDH, TDH, Lausanne. Yeah. Um, I guess it's terdesum.ch, as uh, we are in Switzerland. And uh, the Living Together platform um, is, yeah, Living Together Terdesum Lausanne. Uh, if you Google it, you can find it really easily. And, and uh, you can participate, you can, you can share it uh, on social media. You can interact as well with the different uh, young people who have uh, posted their videos on there. And uh, for me, um, I also post, uh, I post sometimes, uh, you know, my opinion on my Instagram account. It's public. Okay. Fleur with an E at the end. Marco, M-A-R-I-C-A-U-X. Or (laughs) M-A-R-I-C-A-U-X. <laughs> she, she, uh, you were French there, okay? Fleur, I'll, I'll put that there in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> what, what else? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely make sure to check that out in the show notes. But West Africans listening to this podcast know that I couldn't leave this interview without asking this one particular question. This is a hot topic of debate for many West Africans. So here you go. Jollof rice. It's, oh. is is uh, a staple in West African culture. For those who don't know, it's a form of rice with various degrees, you know, tomato, different type of spices. And there's this competition going on with several countries. Uh, that, you know, a lot of countries like to debate which has the best jollof rice. I am Nigerian. Um, some Ghanaians think they have it. You're Senegalese. You, you, you all think you have it. But the fact of the matter is we're going to settle this debate on air right now. Oh. Are you willing to finally admit that Nigeria has the best jollof rice and it's not Senegal, where you're from, or it's not Ghana? Just, just, just tell the world. Just tell. I just want you to tell the world the actual truth. Look, Uh-oh. I'm going to start by saying this. I don't believe I have, maybe I have once, but I don't remember. I don't think I have tasted it. Jollof from Ghana or Nigeria. And if I did, I don't remember. So I will start by saying this, because I cannot say that one is better when I have not tasted it. But based just on the, the, the word, jollof, look, I was mentioning uh, wolof, right? <laughs> Google will tell you that jollof comes from uh, Senegambia, the Senegambia region. So, you know, I don't think it really matters where it comes from. To me, mm-hmm. if it tastes good, then good for you. You know, I have what? it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate. I appreciate that, and I, I'm so glad you admitted that Nigerian jollof rice is the best. So, thank you for saying that. 
everybody heard that. <laughs> um, but but okay, okay, fair enough. Since we we, we can't settle that debate here, uh, how do you use your difference to make a difference? How do I use my difference to make a difference? Mm -hmm. I'm able to understand my place in the world. And by doing that, because I am connected to, <laughs> to so many cultures, I'm connected to the world, I'm connected to different experiences, um, I can relate to, to different people through the different experiences that I, that I understand of yeah, myself yeah. and about others. Um, I'm able to connect, you know, I'm able to relate and, and one, as I said, to, I'm able to at least a little bit influence change or, you know, make people think about what they actually are not thinking about or about um, the word that you so beautifully uh, uh, um, explain on your Instagram their unconscious bias, mm. um, I'm able to, um, you know, to foster discussions about difficult topics and, um, and, 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 and I'm able also to just to give a voice to certain people who, who sometimes do not feel heard or seen. So by seeing myself, by, by doing the work, the inner work, I'm able to, to see myself in the other, you know, and, and to, to create an interaction with the other so that the other can see themselves as well. Yeah. Wow. There you have it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the brilliant flow America. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> Till next time. Ladies and gentlemen, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 